Before we get started, if you love what we're doing on the Church Sound Podcast, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want more information, go to our website, www.churchsoundpodcast.com. See you in the Matrix. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Could you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes, yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I am your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, along with the good pastor, Pastor Kayla Willing. Guys, how you doing out there? The energy is so much better. That's what I'm talking about. Thank, thank you, thank you so much for your 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 time and attendance and paying attention to. Sh- I, I really appreciate you. I I was an alto a moment ago. I you were. I know I'm working. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm losing my vocal range. Come on, bro. Come on. You know, I, I don't think so. I just, I just think you know. New Year, we gotta, you know, readjust. <sighs> no, I that's no, it. no, I, I, no, I think it's phlegm. I think it's phlegm. <laughs> I think it's phlegm, bro. Go get you some music. <laughs> get this deal working. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. We yeah. are so glad to have you here. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing great, bro. Uh, you know, embracing this new year, man. Just trying to. Position ourselves so that we can really do some big things, uh, especially this year. We want to see some big things happen. So I'm just, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about where we going, man. Podcasts, all, all the stuff that we're doing. So I'm doing good. How about yeah. you, bro? I'm doing great. And those of you who want to know where we're going, hey, you can go to the show notes. Yeah. It's a bunch of links down there. Click that. Find out some more information. Um, some free products there. But before we do that, mm-hmm. we have a special guest. And for, if, Let me just introduce this, this, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So those of our listeners and new listeners should know, well, old listeners know that we do bring on manufacturers and we, we entitled these shows Doing Church. Today, we're doing church with Nanlite. Nanlite is a lighting company. And I'm going to let my good, um, the good pastor bring in our, our illustrious guests. Yeah, Nanlite is an incredible company. I want to add to that. And they have some incredible, incredible sales tech managers. And this is a specific sales tech manager that we want to bring for you today is Barry Garcia, my brother. My brother, hey, how you how doing? How y'all doing? Doing great, sir. Doing great. It seems like, we, seems like, seems like we, we've done this so many times before. <laughs> so it feels like deja vu almost. <laughs> it seems like it's deja vu. It seems like I've been here before. I don't know how to quite explain it. But, <laughs> but, but happy new year, sir. Yes, happy new year to you guys as well. We are so glad to have you aboard, sir. We really appreciate your time coming aboard and to share with our, our listeners you know the Nan Light Nan Light product line. That's not the Nan Light product line, but just lighting in general. Yeah, I think people oh, yeah, have yeah. so 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 many questions um, concerning lighting. So, okay, Barry, we do this segment. I don't know if you I don't know if you heard this before. I don't know if you heard this in church before, but people, you know, they have Sunday school in church. You know, they, they do. They do have Sunday school in church. <laughs> I, I remember vividly 
attending Sunday school. I've gone once. Never yeah. liked it. <laughs> Never liked it. I mean, I had to get up early. My mama went, like, yeah, get to Sunday school. Got my, got my church shoes on. Got yep. my church socks on. I know why Bible. they call church socks and church shoes. They just really dress clothes. Dress clothes. Because you only wore them once a week. But that's exactly. And that's why they call church clothes. You know, it's like you, call them your ch- you got on your church socks. You're playing ball in your church socks. <laughs> and you got on your church shoes. <laughs> you can't, you can't play ball, right. you know, unless it you go roller skate, night skate, you know. That's exactly what it felt like. Anyway. So we do this segment. It's not quite like Sunday school that we talk about. Anyway, so anyway, so so this segment is Sunday school and is the funny stories that we share in church around tech within the confines of church in general. Yeah. So we have a special guest pastor. Mm hmm. Guest minister. Mm -hmm. Guest instructor. Mind of God. Mind of God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's get ready for Sunday hey, class is time. School. Time Sunday school. And so, Barry, give us your three points. Ah, okay. So, three different stories. Uh, you know what? I'll let you guys choose the story that you think would be best. So, okay. the first one was Christmas laughs. Uh, mm. The second one is Christmas disasters. Mm. And the third one is, what are we going to do now, now that everything doesn't work? <laughs> what are we going to do? You know, that's like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> what, what are we, we going to do now? You know, but, you know, I I, 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 I tend to like, um, you know, I, I'm an action Drama guy. Okay. Uh-huh. So okay. Christmas disaster sounds like a good combination. <laughs> I like that too. All right. I like okay. that too. It's it's festive and at the same time. It could be disaster. <laughs> we're in that Christmas New Year still kind of state of mind right here at the beginning of this year. So we are. Well, it, it just to kind of to, to give you a quick quick little story. Um, I had a friend down in Houston, Texas, that asked for me to come help light a brand new pastor they just got in. He had been there maybe three months. And on top of me coming in to help light him, uh, they had just changed out all their equipment. Uh, new cameras, new tripods, new audio, new boards. New You could imagine they had all the new pieces and toys that you could have possibly imagined. So he was really excited because this was going to be a really big Christmassy uh, event with a lot of singing and a lot of fellowship and, and sermon. And it was it was just this great thing. And he had it all set up. And, and uh, I, I had never seen uh, someone as organized as this associate pastor was. Um, and not really come from a TV background like I do. Mm. Um, he had actually had it all run down, so we knew exactly when the songs would come in, and we knew exactly when um, all the uh, the sermon was, as well as the prayer and fellowship and stuff. And so we were, you know, everything was down to a T. And we got to the point where the sermon was going great, and we had just finished some great songs, and things were working wonderfully. The cameras, the new stuff, and all of a sudden the power kicks off (laughs) what and we're all sitting there in the dark no cameras no nothing nothing at all that kind of power not not the equipment that kind of power the The entire power power. to the to the to the block the city block that the church sits on kicked off and i mean this was live this was going out to the parishioners that were watching as well oh my gosh 
It was a complete disaster, guys. I mean, wow. And then we sat there probably 10 minutes, uh-huh. and we were lucky enough that the power kicked back on. But then the real problem started. Since it was all new gear, oh, things no. were starting up. Oh. Other things were not starting up. None of the cameras came back on. His microphones were not working. You can imagine everything that has possibly happened to you guys in wow. church that goes wrong technically went wrong at that point. And wow. that was my Christmas disaster right there. Oh, wow. Absolutely. And now you go back, he and I look back on it and laugh at it. Because sure. that's all you can do, you know, at that point. But that was an absolutely horrible feeling oh, for this brand new pastor as well. You just you just felt so bad for him because he was trying his best to recover from a really bad situation. But wow. that's my Christmas disaster story. Wow. That was a movie. Uh, yeah. You know, that, <laughs> yeah. Was, that was a movie, bro. Yeah, that was you no. Know, that was it that was, was engaging. It had a it, it had a starting point. It had a peak, right? You know, it had character development. <laughs> Everything was there, brother. Yeah, it was built it was a lot of build up, a build up. You know, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. It, wow. it <laughs> didn't feel that way when it was going on, though, <laughs> guys. Like, <laughs> it sounds like you went save the cat. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my! So 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 Barry, you you alluded in your in in your story that. You started out in this industry, so how did that begin for you? Oh, for me, I started out in television. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, I've always been a TV guy. Um, I, I started in a small TV station in a little bitty town in a backwater Texas city called Port Arthur. And, ah. uh, Port Arthur, Texas is where I'm from. And uh, Well, actually, I'm from a town that's right, right outside of that, but um, that was way back in the early 90s, 90s, Prentice. Um, and I was a camera guy. That's how I got started in this. And over the years, I have gone from working in television news to uh, television production and doing stuff. And then all the way up to network stuff for Travel Channel, for MTV, BET, Comedy Central, um, wow. you name it. I, I worked a long time uh, in South Florida when I had a production company down there. So I've had a lot of experience lighting as well as working wow. behind the camera and uh, and doing some little things in front of the camera as well, mostly stuff that's uh, for Nanlite now, uh, just talking about, you know, how things work and things like that with the lights and stuff. But, you know, it's it's been a great ride of well almost 30 years for me of working in television in some form or fashion. Wow. Amazing. That is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. So, so in in the terms of like you know what what like me and you well we all do we all talk to churches yeah and there's so many misconceptions about lights. Um, what yeah. do you think? What is the biggest misconception? I would say the biggest misconception that I get from when I talk to to pastors as well as um, the folks that run the video ministry is why do I need a light in the first place? Right. Um, right. The cameras nowadays, whether it's my phone or any new camera that you can buy, um, you know, has ha, is bright enough. To, we don't really need any lights. Mm. And the question or excuse me, the answer I usually give for that is you do need the lights because you want your production to look professional, mm-hmm. which will make people pay attention to what you're doing. So nowadays we've gotten to the point we're very used to just having folks you know, shoot something on their phone and just say, oh, that's great. Right. But if you add a little bit of light, add a little bit of shadow, add a little bit of what I call production value to it, 
man, it's that much more. And people are like, wow, that looks awesome. How did they do that? That's the question you want to get from people is how did they do that? Right. That's good. Right. So good. Right. So good. So do you find that you get more of these issues with the churches and houses of worship or? I get that. Well, you know, it's funny. You're right. I get that question just from in general, a lot of times when I'm talking to people about Stuff. But from churches, I get a lot of that because of the fact that, um, especially nowadays with the pandemic, um, you know, I guess we can't say it's really winding down, but, you know, with wanting to get your message out to your parishioners, mm-hmm. uh, making more of those sermons and the smaller videos of, of, of reinforcement for the parishioners, um, I get a lot of those questions of how can I make myself stand out because everybody seems to have something on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you know, and lighting is a way to do that. You know, being a little more creative with the way maybe the camera is, is great, but adding some light to that really kind of makes you stand out from the crowd. This is true. So true. Wow. You know, the th- the thing, the thing I find out, I find from, from, Especially, I'm, I'm, I'm a cinematographer as well, so I understand it. But I remember when I first started, I would just put one light up. You know, sure. <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh, look, I can see it." You know, <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, you know, you know, you just like this one light. You know, and then the more I got into it and started, you know, you know, doing doing films and and doing documentary work, and, and you look back at your work and you go like. What was I doing? Yeah, yeah. And it really comes down to three-point lighting, which applies to everything. Right. Sure. Right. Applies to everything. We're about to introduce the third layer of the Church Sound Podcast, The Perspective. The first installment is a conversation. Midweek service is the technical aspects. And the perspective is the spiritual aspects. My name is Pastor Caleb Winley, and I look forward to sharing what God has shared with me. Join with me on this journey, The Perspective, airing bi-weekly starting March 5th, 2022. So, to ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, I'm going to have Barry Garcia cause explain three-point lighting. Yeah, three-point light. Three-point lighting. What is okay. three-point lighting? I can do that. So to me, first of all, it's because you're growing, Prentice, in your cinematography. That's what you were doing. That's why you went from one light to three light to you probably use eight lights now. Too many. <laughs> too many lights. That's all right. That's all right. It's better but, to have more than less. Yes, exactly. I'm with you. More is better. More, more is always better. better. Um, but three-point lighting is a simple way that we look at how do we light a subject. Okay. So, and let's, let's just take pastor for a second. You know, if he's standing up there or she's standing up there and we want to light them so that, um, they look natural. Um, the, the best thing to do is a three point light. So what we're talking about here is three lights spread around the pasture and kind of like a circle. And that person is in the center of that circle. So the first light we would have would be a key light. Now, key light basically is going to be the brightest light that is the softest, because I'll be the first to tell you, we all look better under soft light. It don't matter who you are (laughs) or how gorgeous you are. Soft light makes us all look pretty, especially on camera. Um, But a key light is going to give you that bright light and it's going to light the side of that person's face so that it's nice and 
um, flattering and, and looks good again for camera. So this is what we're going to kind of keep going back to when we talk about three point lighting, we're always kind of lighting for camera and not necessarily for our folks that are sitting out in, in the congregation, because that lighting is a little bit different and we can kind of go into that at another time, but for lighting for camera, the other light we're going to look for is we're going to talk about our backlight. Now our backlight is going to basically break the subject from the background that's all they're doing so you're going to have a little bit of light that's maybe on the side of their head or on the back of in their hair and that will break us from the background some um sometimes a backlight's called a kick light meaning that right. the light yeah. itself is hitting them kind of in the the ear area and it's kicking them in the head that's what uh, you'll hear that term thrown around sometimes if you get around folks that have been in the business for a while um and then lastly you have the fill light now, all a fill light's going to do is it's going to be on the opposite side of where the key light is. And what you're going to do is you're going to fill in the rest of the face and the head and chest area to allow you to have nice, even lighting. Um, and those are all going to allow the camera to get a good image. And then you're able to really and truly show whatever it is that you're talking about and all that emotion that you want to bring to your sermons. That's good. Yeah, you know the thing is, think, the thing about lighting that I found in in my in my growing process is that sometimes you can remove a light to to, to create the 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 emotion. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I've I've done stuff where I'll say, well, I'm not going to use a fill light. I'm just going to, you know, maybe I'll put it above them. You know, to kind of yeah. create. You know, so and then. And then have a backlight, right? Only, but that's only if I'm trying to shape something to convey in the image the emotion of what I'm trying to what I'm trying to set, right? Right. In the sense right, of right. adding a fill light, is basically you you're trying to get even texture, you know, so this way it's a it's a balance, but the lighting shapes the emotion of what you're trying to shoot because you can uplight something and it'd be like, Oh, you're scary. Yeah. You can, <laughs> yeah, you, you can uplight something immediately and it's going like, Oh my God, what's about to happen? Right. You know, yeah, exactly. you know it's only because he's red, right? Basically he's red and it's a, sh- <laughs> it's a harsh light and, and it's causing all these shadows under your eyes and you go like, yeah, Oh my God, it's gloom. You know, <laughs> you know? without, without saying anything. And a lot of times in, in, in the growing process of, of learning lighting is that you make, you, you, you kind of learn from your mistakes, one. And then two, the more you watch film, mm-hmm. and the more you watch, you know, other churches and you say like, wow, how did they do that? And I found that the backlight is probably the most important thing you could ever do. Sure. 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 Because it separates, it, mm-hmm. it automatically causes separation. Right. 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 And that's what you, you want that two and three dimensional. Right. Yes. That that's exactly right. Yeah. Three dimensional. Wow. You know, and that's what you're trying to create. So inside of trying to create that, explaining it to someone who doesn't really understand it, where do you start in your explanation and like to simplify it? For you know, like- that's, that's a good question, Princess, because I, I get a lot of times, uh, it's funny when you talk to a lot of the, and I, I call them, they're kind of like the video leads in the church. They're the person that seems to take the most interest in video mm-hmm. and wants to do the best job. And 
I find when I talk to them about lighting, that's the one thing that scares them the most. It's like, I'm going to screw it up or I'm going to do it wrong. And I have to tell them, you know what? You can't do lighting wrong. I mean, in a way you can, but, uh, you know, like you were mentioning, if you have some uplight, you're going to scare people because we're looking at a horror <laughs> movie at that point. And that, that obviously that's not going to work for what we're doing in church. But when a lot of times people say, well, I don't know how to do it, so I must be doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. I tell them you're not doing it wrong. You're doing it your way. And that lighting is very subjective. It is one of those things that when you do it and you look at it and say, I like that. That's okay. It can be like that. It's not until you get a bunch of people that say, you know what, that doesn't look good. Let's not do that. That's when you probably make a change, you know, and say, I would probably go this direction with lighting as opposed to that direction. There are a lot of YouTube videos out there that kind of teach people how to do lighting now. Um, Not necessarily for church, but just a lot of different stuff. So there's just a lot of opportunities to learn what I've found. Great. Great. So um, let's kind of talk about the Nanolock product line because, you know, it's, okay. it's three levels of it. You know, sure. um, you got your panel lights, you got the mono lights, you got the Pavel tubes. And sure. can we break them down into sections so they can better yeah, understand it? How about we talk about each one individually and we'll start with like the we'll start with the the mono lights first, because that's what most people tend to kind of gravitate towards because they're like the traditional lights we remember from the old days that were hot lights. Right, there's LED you know, now. <laughs> yeah. They're bright. They don't burn your fingers as bad. That's the nice thing. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need those gloves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the, the mono lights that, that Nanlite has are the Forza line. Um, and then they have the FS line as well. The Forza line, uh, we have everything from a Forza 60 or 60B, which is a bicolor light, uh, a 150, a 200, a 300, 300B. Uh, we also have a 500, which is just an absolute monster of a bright light. Um, and each of these lights give you the characteristics of, you know, we were talking earlier, hard light or light that can be very sharp and sometimes unattractive. And then it has a way to be able to add a modifier so that you can put like a, a, a softbox or um, some sort of beauty dish or something on there that allows you to soften the light. Remember what I said, soft light is our biggest friend because it makes us all look good. Um, And soften that light so that it's easy to use. Um, And then we had spoken about, they come in two different, there's a daylight version, which is what we call 5,600 degrees Kelvin for the technical friends out there. And then we have a bicolor version. And a bicolor version gives us color temperatures that range from like uh, what you would have in a lamp in your house that type of yellow color all the way up to the daylight or a white color that you have like outside. So that gives you the option of being able to kind of control a lot of different stuff and make that work for you. Great. Depending on the situation. Right. So let's talk about, as far as the mono lights are concerned, like I use them a lot because they cover a lot of ground. Sure, and, sure. and I think the key with, with the mono lights is the different types of boxes, soft boxes you can actually apply to them. Let's, let's go through, yeah. you know, cause I love the strip light cause you can use it so many different ways. Um, yeah. the China ball is like a great thing. Just think of it as a mirror ball. <laughs> to all of my, all of exactly. my, all of the novice people out there. It's like, you can hang it up and it covers a lot of ground. It's a lot of, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. It's, you know, it's like sunlight, you know, kind of in a way. Then you yeah. have the Fresnel, which is, which the Fresnel oh, yeah. is amazing. Yes, it's, that is 
you can throw that. You can throw that thing, man. Whoo! And we also have something to remember. We also have a projector mount. So you know we're used to seeing those lights up in church that are way up in the rafters, and they're projecting down on like the pastor, the band, the you know the choir, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, we have an amount that will attach to the front of the of the monolights that we have, and it allows it to do that. So you can throw that beam, um, you know, 20, 25 feet and be able to have a nice beam of light. You know, it gives you a lot of opportunity to kind of create some different breakup patterns, uh, maybe on the back walls or, you know, maybe you need a logo or something like that on the stage itself so that people can see. There's just a lot of cool stuff you can do when you have the projector mounts. So when you when you when you you compare a monolight, like how do you compare it to a panel light? So it's interesting. Um, <laughs> if I have to compare them, I always say they're apples and oranges um, because a, a mono light is is like, like I said, a traditional single source light. And it acts that way where you get the same type of shadow and, you know, it's really crisp and you can see the outlines and it's, you know, it's it works in that that type of fashion. If a panel light, though, on the other thing, maybe like a mixed panel or a mixed pad. Gives you a light that that basically just spreads all over the place. Um, it allows you to be able to kind of bring up the overall ambient of an area. So if you need like a space on the stage itself that might need to be brought up or brighter, a panel light is a good solution for that. It's also good if you're going to use it in like just a specific situation. Uh, maybe I've got like an interview that I'm going to do with a parishioner about something that might be you know, rather sensitive to talk about, you know, you can use panel lights to kind of soften that person. And maybe like we were talking earlier, adding a little shadow and, and maybe feel more intimate when we're having that discussion with that, that person, you know, panel lights have a lot of uses and ours have a lot of uses too, because not only can you do something like that, you could throw it on the back wall because our panel lights come in an RGB version. Yeah, yeah, I'm, so I'm, you hear me, I'm getting into to RGBs. The panel lights that do RGBs, and that moves us into polybo tubes, which everybody loves that does RGB. So let's, let's, let's explain what yeah. RBGW right. okay. is. Right. Okay. So RGBWW, red, green, blue, mm-hmm. warm white, and cool white is what that is. So what it is is red, green, blue is red, green, blue LEDs. That that makes pretty much sense. <clears throat> but then they also have warm white, which allows us to have that color temperature we were talking about where it's like a lamp in your house. It's more yellow. Mm-hmm. And then cool white allows you to have that more daylight color temperature, which is what a lot of the cameras out there like to see. So it gives you all those options in the panel lights as well as the Pavo tubes. And you can use those to create whatever it is you want to make. That's what's cool about it. Hey, Barry, so if I'm like a pastor and I don't know what a Pavo tube is, explain that and how I can use that as a pastor. Certainly. Uh, A Pavo tube. So think of a Pavo tube as like um, a long strip of light. Um, Basically, it's a tube. Mm -hmm. That's what what we're calling it. Um, They come in a two-foot section and a four-foot section. And now we have some that are actually eight feet long as well. Um, but the twos and the four foots are the ones that are most popular with folks out there. Um, they, they just kind of radiate light all over the place. So like we were talking about earlier, if I wanted to put light like a wash on the back wall behind the stage uh, of, the, of the congregation or uh, in the, in the, 
um, <laughs> at the stage, I could basically lay a couple of those four foot tubes down on the ground, point them at the back wall and turn them to red or yellow or blue and just wash that whole back wall in color. You know, having the ability to add different types of color can can change a lot of the emotion, kind of what sure. we were talking about earlier when yeah. we do different things with light. Um, as well as it can be festive. It can be fun, you right, know, right. adding some 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 good times. But the Pablo tubes really give you the ability to kind of create a lot of different things as well as can be used in an interview, can be used um, to light different types of segments. They can even be used in the picture itself or the frame of the camera itself mm -hmm. as like maybe a background element. Right, right. Let me ask you, Barry. If with the, I notice a lot of a lot of churches now have back walls, like you know, uh, display walls and and oh, all yeah. of these. Yeah. How, you know, how how do we compensate for that backlighting? That's a lot of pastors. I've and I've even spoken to a few people. Well, we don't need lights because the I'm getting the light from the panel. From the so, panel, itself. right? Yeah. So how 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 do you address that? Well, a lot of times with that, and yes, that is something very common that I've seen as well. Um, a lot of times you've got to, have to convince the pastor. And the only way to do that is to bring some lights out and show them, mm -hmm. hey, if you do this with this specific light, you're going to you're going to look better. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I know you guys have probably dealt with them before when you're trying to get a pastor to stay in a certain area because they like to move around a lot. And yeah. a lot of them do. That's normal. Yeah. I, I, I like walk and talk as well. You know, getting that area set up so that they look the most um, attractive and they most look the most um, uh, ready to, to speak to camera right, is right. the best part of that. You know, you're basically creating what I call a, a field of light. And then that field of light, wherever they may move, they look very nice for the camera. That's really good. That's really good because a lot of times what, what we've seen in the past – is people we we we've done it even to create a box and keep mm -hmm. that pastor in that box. Yes. But now we can use lighting to create the box, and you know, and that and, and that that will work as well. Those tubes were great for like praise bands, music videos, mm. because oh. you can sh you can you know you can you know I I did one video where I needed I wanted a a square behind the artist, right? So I just linked the power tubes together <laughs> and created and created this lighted tube, you know, this this lighted square. Right. Um and it caused, you know, you know, that dimension. Dimension, yeah. At the same yeah. time. Because you can sure, use it as a sure. as a as a lighted prop, if you will. Right. Um yeah. in the in 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 the in the frame of the of the of the, of the lens. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's, that's exactly the, the thing that you're thinking. I mean, you're thinking outside the box there because you're creating something that probably somebody hadn't seen before. So, you know, you're going to get those people saying, wow, how do you do that? You know, mm -hmm. oh, that's a good one. How, we should try something like that. You know, that's, that's the type of stuff that I love to hear. That's good. So how, how should a church approach lighting? Like, what do you think? Well, I think, you know, when I, when I come to a church or somebody says, hey, I want to try to do this or this, uh, my first question to them is what type of lights are they looking to do to, to, to accomplish their goal? Um, you know, if it's someone that's working on a stage or something like that um, with Pavo tubes maybe or with panels, we, we look at how to maybe punch up their stage a little bit or, you know, depending on what it is they need, we look at at pushing them towards the proper lighting setup for that. But, you know, we also talk to them 
and some of their their video ministers about um you know we want to do a lot more videos that we kind of insert into our service and mm-hmm. I tell them, hey, we have lots of lights to do that as well, because a lot of times that might be a talking head for an interview. Maybe it's a, a small musical number that they do like a music video for, or maybe it's just something else that's, you know, maybe more of a dramatic piece. Um, I, I really and truly I had come across kind of all types of things that people like to kind of be creative with and try to help them, you know, Hey, we're doing this. Okay. We're well, going to look at maybe a monolight, a panel light and a Pablo tube, or, you know, you're going to look at this and this, and you, maybe you need uh, this specific light. Uh, it, it just varies each and every time on situation by situation. That's really cool. So it's almost like building out packages for churches. Yes, very much so. I mean, and, you know, and figuring out, Hey, this church might need this and this, but because they do maybe, um, like a small video sermon and Mm -hmm. they don't do as much of the, um, you know, the, the sermon, uh, or on a Sunday, they don't do as much production work for the, the actual, uh, sermon that some of the other churches do. And that's okay. That's Mm -hmm. not a big deal. Sure. Um, I will say this, you know, since the pandemic, I've had a lot of folks just ask for, I need lighting because I need to be able to talk to my parishioners that can't come in, uh, and be here on Sunday. And that, that's understandable. I mean, you know, a soft light that they can put in front of maybe uh, their computer or something and make them look nice and then still be able to preach the word. So. So true. That's, that's great. And you know, that this kind of leads me into, I'll just, you coming on to the podcast, first of all, um, is that me and you and Wayne of Nanlite sat down to try to develop these packages for these different, segments of ministry. And um, I kind of want to shed some light on it because you, you mentioned the Bible study home thing and we we, we sat down and we, we nailed out some beautiful packages oh, yeah. um, for Bible study. We put, you nailed out some beautiful packages for social media. We nailed out some beautiful packages for digital announcements. Like, can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I just, you know, some of the packages that, that I mean, and a lot of, I, I have to give credit where credit's due here, Prentice, because these were a lot of your ideas, man. So um, we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to say that these are more Prentice's packages, but, you know, we help you with them a little bit. So, um, but these are packages that were really just, you know, with that person in mind, you know, is that person doing something that's, you know, for YouTube or for, you know, maybe their Facebook channel? you know, trying to get the word out to their parishioners, you know, and it's something as simple as maybe a one or two light situation, you know, or it could be, you know, the situation where, hey, we want to do something that has a little higher production value and it's going to be a little more dramatized maybe. And we're going to send that out to our parishioners as well or include it in our Sunday sermon uh, so that people get the idea of what we're talking about that Sunday, you know, all the way up to something that, um, I would say maybe some of these really big churches that do a lot of the high production value, um, they, you know, really put a lot into some of these music videos that I've seen and just absolutely gorgeous stuff. Um, you know, those type of packages are going to help with that type of setup and not to say that, you know, only a, a church that has a lot of money is going to be allowed to do that. That is these packages are in mind for people that want to create whatever it is they want to do and be successful at it. That's, that's the whole point behind this. Right. You're, you're so right. And you know, me and Caleb were talking uh, like last week and um, we're developing, we're developing, developing these, um 
these service agreements. And and we were talking about church sizes. Yeah. You know, and and you know, we were talking about it's like how do we how do we, you know, how do we rate a church? And a lot of times I would say pre pre pandemic, yeah, you were you would rate a church based on the the a number of parishioners that came in on a Sunday. So right. you, you base it on the on the seating. Yeah. Sure. So I've I've gone to churches and spoken to churches. They have used church, but hardly any technology. And then I've talked to small churches yep. <laughs> that have a whole lot of technology. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so you can't really rate a church based on the amount of people that come anymore because yeah. that church will, will will basically use their influence in the area they need to they need to speak to whoever they need to speak to. It's kind of, it's marketing in a sense because you're trying yeah. to be where people are. Right. And in a sense of want trying to be where people are, social media is where people are. Right. Um yeah. home Bible study, you know, that's Facebook Live, you know, Instagram Live. All these right, things right. are components of getting the message out there mm-hmm. at the same time, being able to have it appealing. A lot of times, me and Caleb talk about this a lot, that Facebook Live and YouTube and all these things are now TV programming. They are. Yes. Yeah, I agree. They I are. totally agree. They are. So when we talk to churches, you have to talk to them in the sense of, of what you kind of, what you said, what you alluded to earlier was production value. Yeah. And yes. which is, it's, it, you can call it church production, but it's really TV production. Yeah. It is really yes. filmmaking. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, yeah. it's positioning, lighting, lenses, um, you know, aperture, ISO, all these things yeah. that people say, what does that mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why I need to know that. Well, <laughs> well, if you can look at this ministry on, on, online, say, mm-hmm. wow, why did you stay, why did you stay that long to watch it? Mm-hmm. Because of the production value. Right. 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 You you, right. You know, yeah. you talk about the audio, you're right. like, the yeah. audio is a whole other thing, yeah. you know, because yeah. I've, oh, I, yeah, we've talked is. to churches and going, well, so where, how do you pass it into, we want to be able to hear everything. You're like, okay, yeah. so how do you do that? So we just have a mic here <laughs> in the middle of the room. And I don't know why, but Sister Agnes, she really breathes loud. And we want to know how can we turn her breathing down in the context of the service because he gets very excited, but then she has asthma. And then, you know, so you get all of these weird, these weird scenarios. You go like, well, you need to patch into your console. Really? You know, it's it's like, it's like that. It's like an epiphany. Yeah. So it's, but it's, but it's the same thing with, with lighting because it's, it's an epiphany and it really, it really, really goes to production value. It does. It does. It does. It really does. I remember uh, I was I was sharing with Prentice. There was a, a a person was doing some green screen, and he was like, "Why every time I turn on the camera and I take a picture, there's this huge shadow?" I said, "Bro, you have to light your green screen." <laughs> I mean, like, why does that not just make sense to somebody? But I guess the average individual wouldn't make sense. They, they would, you wouldn't know that. Yeah. You know, I remember when I first. I I was trying to do a I was trying to do a a a, uh, a training video and I saw online I want to have I want to have this endless white okay. background and I couldn't figure out how to do it 
I just could not figure out how to do it. How do you get it so white? It's glowing. Right. And you know, it's like, like the Apple commercial. Right. Yeah. Like the Apple commercial. And I was like, dummy, you have to light the white. <laughs> you go like, oh. And then the light's bouncing off of it. And it's causing all of this glow. And now... Yeah. Yes. I'm an case. Apple employee. <laughs> I'm an Apple model. <laughs> they give me no discount for that either. No, no discount. Zero. Zero. That's a hard company. It's a hard company. <laughs> Barry, in if in if you had to give one pastor advice on lighting, just I wouldn't say the most common but the, the information that would be most impactful um, for that church, what would you say to them? Uh, I would say uh, know what your needs are. That That's the first thing that I would, would say to them, because a lot of times I find that the pastors that I talk to from any size church, their first thing is we want to do this and then we want to do this. And I'm like, okay, those are great, but those are two different things when it comes to lighting. So let's see what our first real need is, and let's fill that need first. Then we can go back and look at that second thing and figure out how we can make that work as well. So knowing what you want to do to accomplish, I guess, is the the most important thing. And you know this as well. You guys know this as well as I do. When we talk to a lot of these churches, sometimes they're kind of all over the place. They kind they of oh no, focusing on many things instead R. of one. So, right. Yeah. So yeah. it's just getting them to make sure and say, "This is our biggest need right now, and this what do we need to do to fill that need?" And then we say, "Okay, this is what we're going to do to fill those needs and make sure you can get started to talking to your people." Amazing, amazing. Whoa. Barry, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate your time. Hey, thank you, guys. I enjoyed myself. I haven't laughed this hard in a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, a little sugar in the medicine. Yeah, you know, a little sugar in the exactly. medicine. Well, before we get out of here, we do this Q&A fast rapid fire question okay. called 30 seconds and go on. <laughs> <laughs> So these are rapid fire questions that we want to ask you. So, okay, I'm you ready. Think you're ready? I think I'm ready. All I right. think I'm ready. All right. Question number one: Pick your favorite superhero. Superhero. Oh, has to be Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Wow. Never thought that. Okay. Yes. Which fast food spot has the best fries? Uh, uh, I'm from Texas, gentlemen, so Waterburger will always be number one for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, who was the, what's the name of your first dog? First dog's name was Freckles. Freckles. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, what was your first lighting purchase? First lighting purchase I ever made was an on-camera light that I had to buy when I was in news because I destroyed my other one by running over it with my own car. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> True story. Wow. Okay, what is your favorite television show? Favorite television show? Uh, well, that's a tough one. But right now, I would say my favorite television show... Uh, 
Uh, it's funny. I'm I'm watching I'm watching the Boba Fett show that's on uh, Disney oh, Plus. Oh yeah, man, it's really good. Yeah, uh, that's probably my favorite right now. Great, and you survived. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> seconds and gone. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> so Barry, just want to thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Um, how can a what's the website for Nanlite and how can they um So yeah, if you want to know more information about Nanlite, uh, you can go to nanliteus.com. Uh, you can also go and check us uh, out on YouTube, which is Nanlite USA. Uh, and you can click to subscribe to any of the videos that we have up, and you'll see my lovely face on some of those videos for the deeper looks. Great, great. So once again, I want to thank my friend Barry Garcia from Nan Life for joining the podcast. And we're going to say, hey, we really appreciate your time, sir. Really, really, really appreciate your time. And so we're going to say it like we always say, keep God first in everything you do. Single thing. And we'll see you next time on the Church Sound Podcast. Yeah.